Hey everybody, this is Curtis Lane. You know that this week's episode is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. What you have to do is download the app, find love, and then delete the app. It really is that simple. You may be trying other dating apps, but Hinge allows people to provide feedback on their dates in a way that will let you know maybe if there's a diamond in the rough. Don't take our word for it. Download it today and give it a try. I'm sure you'll find much success. Thank you and have a great day. She won't get married because she's never been in love. Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong, you're cute too, but Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body. And I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan. And if he hits you again, you tell me. I'd be forced to knock his teeth off. I don't think that would be such a good idea. He's big. I'm sorry. It's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What do you mean love? You mean a big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies. Wait, wait, wait. Don't leave. Don't leave, please. I could use your help. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Good day to you, madam. Have you been single for far too long? Are you out of touch with the dating game? Regardless of your plight, we're here to help. Put your hands together for the crew of the Nerds in Love podcast. everybody and welcome back to the nerds in love podcast i'm your host curtis with me as always is dr stephanie sarkis phd you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com how are you today steph i'm great how are you oh i'm sorry i started yawning great uh it's been a late night and early wake up yeah yeah it's uh you know the whole world's watching will donnie get back into power or is he out hush I think it's pretty much, yeah, he's pretty much out. I'm not saying anything until it's done. Yeah. When Joe came out, he's like, yeah, it's pretty much done. I'm like, yeah, I trust, I trust Grandpa Joe. So. Yeah, I just, I just don't, I I just don't want to jinx it. So. Yeah. But I have the live Pennsylvania votes up. And so it refreshes like every eight seconds or something. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we took a week, a week off, uh, you know, there were many emails. So I think even one, there was like one email and the guy said, oh, you can answer this on the next episode. I'm not going to be talking to this person Oh, he gave you permission. That's nice. And you're like, cool. Thank you. Cause we'll do that. Yeah. Nice. So I think it was Wayne's email. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, he's like, you don't have to, you don't have to be in a rush. Well, I think he said something, something volunteering to help out the election thing so so yeah so yeah if there was a, if you're like hey did i miss an episode yeah, no we didn't put one out no. but i think everyone had more pressing priorities going on in life than yeah dating um yeah. Which, which is good you, you know and i think it's obviously paid off in dividends so, so like, and if anybody's really stressed out that there have been a lot of people like that so you're not alone so. yeah I'm seeing probably, I think I mentioned I've seen like double the amount of people because of the election and virus and 
unemployment and whatever other you know shits on fire <laughs> it's like it's like what? i don't want to say what else but yeah yeah well you know it's uh you know things are on the up and up so yeah well fingers crossed yep yeah and uh yeah this podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment just in case you forgot or you're maybe unsure just a friendly reminder but but still we'll do our best best to help like with emily emily says nerds does it matter nowadays if a potential partner can drive or not i used to think it was a necessity but so many guys don't drive i live in a major city with good transit so that's a part of it what do you think emily uh emily i think it's a matter of necessity you know do you need to drive do you not need to drive uh you know if somebody's main form of communication or not communication uh transportation requirements are you know to get some chores done get some groceries and go to and from work you know in a city with a major uh you know transit system you're you're relatively okay you know obviously you know as you get older or maybe you get children and your your need change yeah yeah you know having a license and having a vehicle are probably more of a necessity um i think you know if somebody recognizes that maybe not having a vehicle or not having a license is good for their present moment but it might not be for the future that's probably good but if somebody's like no i'm never gonna drive i'm never gonna get a vehicle then yeah that's probably it's probably telling what do you think steph i think that it's a good skill to have even if you're in a city where there is transportation yeah so i know that nowadays i sound it sounds so old when i say that but um you know back when i was y'all's age millennials um we didn't have uber obviously or lyft and so I think the, the the opportunities to not have to have a car are rather large. And, you know, if you don't have to buy a car or pay insurance or anything else, that's great. That's a great way to save money if you're if you have a good infrastructure and you have transit. That being said, I think it's also a good idea to at least have your driver's license know how to drive. Mm-hmm. Because if you go somewhere on vacation, you need to rent a car. It can be kind of a, it, it's tricky if one of you drives and one of you doesn't because then the burden's on the one person to drive. Yeah. So. Uh, so I think it's, I, I don't think it's, I wouldn't say it's a deal breaker, but you might want to encourage somebody to learn how to drive. I think it's just a good life skill to have. Yeah. It's, it's more like, I think it would be good to work, work on it, but I don't think it should prevent from dating right. someone. Um, it just opens up your avenues. But I do agree that having a license is probably more important than having a vehicle nowadays too like there's car right car sharing services so like you know you can have a a license and just hop into one of these cars and then just start driving and maybe you need to go to go to a friend or maybe you need to visit family you can sort of that's kind of a good middle of the road right where you have your access to a vehicle and the freedom that it affords but maybe you're not paying monthly insurance or maybe you're not paying into gas all the time and stuff like that. So something like that would be good too. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who go that route, like they have their vehicle or they have their license, but it's just not a vehicle. You just rent one, one or use one of those car sharing services when they need to. So, but definitely I think we're in agreement. You, you should have your license, you know, 
even like not even just for dating but for jobs as well like there are some jobs out there that may say hey you need your driver's license for this so you know if anything it's good to have not just for dating but just for that as well like like i've always been of the belief that you know you should should have just for that even like if you apply for a job and they say hey we're willing to offer you this you're gonna make 120k a year but hey do you drive you don't want to be that person that's like nah i don't drive sorry right, right. <laughs> so cool uh do you want to read wayne's email sure wayne says I've been single and wanting to get back out there, but the issue is COVID-19. Do you think it's wise to meet people during these times, or should I hold off on physical dates and wait for things to improve? Uh, Wayne, you can have a socially distanced date. Just keep your mask on. Uh, people have gone to picnics that are socially distanced. And I would be careful just because you, the rates of COVID infection are going up. Um, I think I wouldn't call it a spike, but they've gone up quite significantly lately. And, and that being said, I don't know where you live. Uh, but... I would just be really careful and you can't guarantee it's kind of, you know, like we talked about how like back in the days of, you know, I mean, AIDS is still around, but like in the early eighties, mid eighties, I guess, late eighties. Um, and, and later, uh, you know, the idea was, is that you, you don't know who the other person slept with. Right. So this came together. You don't know if people have kept quarantine. You don't know if they're around people have been infected and you can be infected and not have any symptoms. So I would say be very careful and you're taking a risk, uh, but you can get together with people with social distance. I would recommend working on things, uh, you know, meeting with people online first, because I think that's been a great way for people to get to know each other without the physical part of it. I mean, get, have a physical relationship whenever you want. That's not the point, but it's just that I think it's helping people build up the emotional part of their relationship first, which has been kind of neat to see that that change. So um, it sounds, it, from what I've seen, there have been some healthy relationships formed that started a lot over just video. So you're taking a risk, but um, you don't necessarily have to get back out there. You could get back out there but from your computer too. So what do you think? Yeah, I think the, the best way to handle it is to just try to do as much digital as possible. And if things progress with somebody, yeah, sure, maybe progress to do something more physical. Um, I think there's a healthy middle ground between, you know, just going and meeting everybody in person and, you know, say, say, no, I like you, you, but let's wait until this ends before we start hanging out in person. So I think the best thing you can do is like use the tools and the apps. Like a lot of these apps, if you're using them, uh, have the ability to sort of, uh, like do video chats and whatnot. So you could just say to somebody, Hey, let's video chat first. Who knows? You might chat with them and you go, I don't want to talk to this person anymore. anymore. I don't really feel a connection. Uh, you know, if things progress with somebody, you can, yeah, maybe go on like a socially distanced date. If that goes well, maybe you can work towards like doing some things more, you know, intimately. But I, I think, you know, you shouldn't just sort of offer that to anybody or anybody. Like, have some kind of scale for things. And obviously, you know, exercise costs. Cost. Somebody is, you know, you know, get around somebody with COVID symptoms or anything like that. Make sure you're, you know, aware of these things and being precautious. But uh, I, I think there's a middle ground there. And I don't think you have to necessarily always just say, no, let's wait. And I don't think you want to be reckless either. So, but that kind of takes a little bit of conversation. And sometimes that can be a little awkward, but you might have to just say, hey, you know, you know, just want to be sure. Have you, have you been around anyone that has COVID or have you traveled lately? Like, that's the questions that you should be asking. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Does your workplace practice precautionary measures? Do they wear masks in your workplace? Are they socially distancing? So there's a bunch of questions you can ask. What a great icebreaker, though. Hey, yeah. are you possibly infected? So I don't but think we got to do it. And I don't think anyone's going to be offended because it's like we're all in the same same boat. So. If someone's offended, then you need to go out some other people because you know, this is a public health emergency. Yeah. So, but you know, that, that, I mean, that tells you a lot of somebody's like, why are you asking me all these COVID questions? So, yeah. Then you say bye. And I've heard of a lot of people who have, you know, started dating people during this and, you know, they've been, been cautious, but they've also, also sort of had no issues. So it, it, I think, you know, you have to understand there's some risk involved. And I think just minimizing mm -hmm. that risk and sort of, trying to reduce it as much as you can is sort of the best approach you can take to something like this mm -hmm. uh aside from just telling somebody hey i will we'll meet in person when this is over but but it gets kind of an extreme i don't think i think with some precautions in place you can kind of get around that somewhat mm -hmm. cool uh fiona says nerds every year for christmas i fly from austin to new york city to spend christmas with my family this year due to COVID 19 we won't be this is primarily because of the risk and i'd also have to quarantine for two weeks after each night meaning i'd be out for six weeks between the two weeks of uh vacation or holiday and the isolation i've been dating this guy and he's nice we've been together for four months it'll be six by the time of christmas He's asked if I want to join him and his family. Does it feel too soon to spend holidays with him? Fiona. Uh, Fiona, this kind of like, I don't know. This seems a little bit of a loaded, loaded to me. Um, I, from my perspective, you're going to probably have a bit of a tough year this year if you're not around your family, the family that you're used to being around. And it might be added stress be, then having to meet his family and be around them for the holidays where you already have the stress of not being around your family but now you have the stress of trying to meet to me uh climize and get to know his family so i would exercise some precaution here i mean i i'm not saying outright no but i'm just gonna say you you kind of know yourself better than most obviously i think you would know whether this will be too much stress for you or not uh, and I would think about that. Like, again, consider you're not going to be with your family, your family here. So, so, you know, is, is this something you think you can handle? And if it is, then sure. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You, and if not, and you don't think it's really something you're up for, just tell your partner, Hey, you know what? Maybe some other time that this is just not quite the year for it, you know, be honest and upfront. But what do you think, Steph? I, I got a little confused by this because I understand that you want to quarantine for two weeks after each flight if you want to see your parents. And I understand that that's a lot. Uh, but now you're getting together. I don't have a, I have no issue with, you know, does it feel too soon to spend holidays with them? No, maybe not. Like Kurt said, a lot of people are going to change their plans and why not spend it with his family? So my concern is that you're, you're passing up Christmas with your family because of two-week quarantine. But if you meet with this family... You're gonna have to do another two weeks of quarantine. I mean, I don't know if, if the two weeks was because you're just flying, but you don't know where any of his family have been. Yeah. So you got to be really careful because you're now you're doing another two weeks. So an extra two weeks would that be worth it to go see your family? Because why not go see your family if it's just an extra two weeks? If it, it I mean, it depends on your job and school and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're still gonna have pro and, and yeah you it's a recommended two weeks, but you really should do two weeks. You don't know where his family's been, right? 
So four weeks of isolation or two weeks of isolation, four weeks of isolation, go see your family, two weeks isolation is spent with his family. So that's really kind of what you're looking at. Mm. You, you need to isolate if you've been around people that you haven't been around period, not just after a flight. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's a lot here and you know what, like, this is going to be the case for a lot of people. I don't think there's mm-hmm. anything wrong with just saying, hey, this year I'm just going to order Chinese food and watch Christmas movies at home. You know? like You can always redo it. You know, we're going to have a vaccine eventually. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll have a new normal. I think we're always going to probably... I think we're not going to shake hands anymore and stuff. But I think we're always... I think you can always redo the holidays. This is kind of like you put the pause button on for a while. So you can always redo the holidays the way you want to do them. Everybody's adapting. It's tough. It sucks. But this is what we have to do to keep the people we love safe. And even the people we like safe. So so it's it's one of those things where you can also start new traditions, too. Yeah. And people have gotten really creative. Like, I know someone that um, put, because uh, they couldn't go trick-or-treating, they put the, the Halloween candy and Easter eggs and hid the Easter eggs around so the oh. kids could get tr- candy that way. And I thought that was pretty smart. Yeah. So... You know, come up with a new tradition. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and I think, you know, normally if you were to, like, say, hey, family, I'm starting new traditions. I'm not wanting to partake in the existing ones. You'd probably get a little bit of flack. But, you know, again, with COVID, it's a little different. You're sort of, you have that allowance to do things as you want. So don't feel like you have to just go hang out with his family. Go do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Maybe you want to want to send your family gifts and do a Zoom meeting and open them with them. I mm-hmm. don't know. That's just a thought, right? But like, there's right. different approaches to things you could do. So mm-hmm. it's whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Because above all, we need to really take good care of ourselves. Yeah, for sure. All right, um, Julie. Yeah. Okay, Nurse started dating this guy, and he's nice. He's treated me well, and overall fun to be around. He wanted to meet my friends, so we all got together, socially distanced, though, for a birthday. It was supposed to be fun, but when we arrived, my friends were all shooting daggers at the guy I'm dating. Later, I found out that the guy dated four of my girlfriends. I know from them that he was sleeping with them and got bored and left. Hearing this from four of my friends concerns me. He says this is not something he'd do now. This happened seven years ago. He was 23, and he's 30 now. I feel like either decision is going to anger at camp. Any suggestions on keeping the peace? Julie, what do you do seven years ago? I I hate to think that we're all being judged over stuff we did seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, It depends on the severity of it. But if it was consensual, did the girlfriends know that he was sleeping with the other ones at the same time? I don't know if it was at the same time. That's what I assume. But are you from a town where just from sheer lack of numbers of people... You know, sometimes in smaller towns, people wind up dating each other. So, you know, if you, if you guys, he's treated you well, he's nice and he's fun to be around. Well, why not give it a shot? That was seven years ago. Mm -hmm. People change, right? I wouldn't be a therapist. I didn't believe in people changing. So yeah, a majority of people can change. I don't say like a hundred percent because I don't give people false hope, but, um, I, you know what? See how this goes. And did the girlfriends know that you were dating him? I, that's the other thing is that I would think you would have talked to them about him first, right? And then when you saw them, did they withhold his information until they saw you with him? But didn't, I mean, that that part's kind of confusing to me. 
So if, if that's the case, that they knew that and he, they waited until they saw you to say something, then I'd be like, huh, that's kind of interesting. Um, but why do you have to choose too? So your girlfriends, you think your girlfriends are going to, are going to be upset? Well, sometimes we have to do things if we think that's in our best interest, that's going to upset somebody. We can consider somebody's feelings, but really, if we believe it's in our best interest, you can't stop feelings from being hurt sometimes. And if your friends are going to be angry with you for dating somebody that they dated for seven years ago, that's, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So keeping the peace, I wouldn't even worry about keeping the peace. What do you want to do? Again, if your four friends get angry with you because you date this guy, then that doesn't make a lot of sense. So do what's best for you. So what do you think? Yeah, I think part of this kind of seems a little, a little odd. Like, yeah, it was seven years ago, like, and he's, what, 30? Yeah, so he'd be 23 then. Yeah, like, I hate to say it, but a lot of guys are just assholes at that time, you know? Uh, you're not mature. You maybe don't have sort of the the wealth of knowledge on how your actions affect others. It, it sure. I, I believe that he could, could have been like that. Um, I think though, where I sort of ran into issues here is like, a, it's your relationship with him. Like, yeah, their opinion should in a way matter, but it's, you know, your friends can say, Hey, don't date this person, date this person as much as they want. Ultimately it's your choice. And Bob, is his choice, choice, you know, I, I think you have to decide whether you want to be with him or not and not factor in what they are saying or doing or anything like that. Because again, at the end of the day, this is your choice and not theirs. So, um, I would maybe, you know, ask him, you know, Hey, like, are you, is this something you would still kind of want to do? Like maybe just confirm with them, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of times, times people change, but Sometimes some people stay the same too. And I think it might just not hurt. I don't think it would hurt to just say, Hey, you know what? I'm just kind of curious. Like, is this something you would do again? Is this something I need to worry about? Uh, obviously he, he could hypothetically say no and still do it. But I think if you get, I was say, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right. I, I was just going to say, like, you know, keeping in mind that he's older now, you know, presumably, you know, he it's he got bored with these other girls, but you know, he's meeting your friends, so presumably he's not getting bored with you yet. So, I I think things are positive. I would I would say give him a shot, but also keep in mind, fine too, that yeah, you know, if people say this person does does, and you choose to uh, sort of forge your path with that person, yeah, there is always a chance that he may do that. But is him getting bored and leaving you ultimately going to be the most soul-crushing, terrible thing in the end of the world? No, probably not, right? It, but I think I think chances of that happening are, are pretty low, but just check them before you decide anything. I was just thinking, too, he was 23. So your frontal lobe continues to develop into your early 20s. And when you have um, a lack of frontal lobe neural connections you tend to do more impulsive behavior and and it gets better over time but at 23 you're right at that edge of your frontal lobe being fully formed so you tend to be more impulsive 
Um, so keep that in mind too. And again, seven years makes, can make a big difference in a person. Mm -hmm. Like, like you said, you know, find out, you know, is he, is he still having some of this behavior now? I think that's the, the, the clearest thing Now, if you ask him and say, Hey, if you're doing this, I doubt he's going to say, yeah, actually I am. But, um, but yeah, like if your friends don't like it, it's really, you know, why, if you're happy and they see that you're happy, they should be happy for you. Yeah. None of them are still going out with him. And it sounds like they just did hookups, right? So, or they dated, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's, if your friends are going to drop you about this, then maybe time to meet some new people. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I think it, uh, it, you know, whenever our friends kind of give us advice, yeah, they mean well, but they don't always have the full story, right? Mm -hmm. So, and again, if they knew that you were dating him, they waited until they saw him. Was it kind of like an ambush thing or something? Like, why wouldn't they say something beforehand? Or I'm guessing so, maybe she, you know, said, "Hey, I'm dating somebody," but maybe didn't they didn't know the details? Right, or just said the first name. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'm, I'm gonna give That's the benefit true. of the doubt there. I, I mm -hmm. think they yeah, probably I agree with that. didn't know a hundred percent, and then they probably saw him like, "Oh, that guy," right? Mm -hmm. But. Mm -hmm. Right, but anyways. that was my tummy growling in case everybody heard that. Yeah, we're all uh, hungry for some democratic justice. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna say a thing until the end is the end. I'm Canadian, so yeah, I'll, I'll say. You can say. You can say whatever you want. Go right ahead. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna call now. Nevada is going to be blue. Arizona is going to be, be blue. Uh, Pennsylvania will be red. North Carolina will be red. Georgia will be red. And Alaska will be red. But then I think... Interestingly, Georgia is getting closer. So, and they still have... Uh, let's see. They still have 240,000 to count. Mm -hmm. And after 20 minutes, he increased 10,000 votes. So, also, uh, Pennsylvania is going to be counted by Friday afternoon, likely. They also accept mail-in ballots for three days, but it's postmarked by Election Day. So, we still have some time to wait. Nevada is supposed to be done by tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. So, so if, you, if you aren't from the U.S. or aren't familiar with the U.S., it's kind of like we have 50 different countries. Uh, so, each state can do their elections. A little, they have to have some overarching theme, but a lot of them have different. If you're wondering why things are, are like the vote, why we wait so long and why it's so messed up is because, you know, first we have the electoral college which is a whole other thing. Um, and the other part is, is that each state accepts and counts votes at different times. So we have no uniform way of doing it. So if you're, if you're not from the U S and you're like, what's up with those people? <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're working with like basically 50 50 countries so for all intents and purposes so yeah yeah so we'll see cool well i was gonna say you know we should, we would have known who the president would be would be by this episode but by next episode i think we'll 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 know for sure so yeah cool okay well, stephaniesarkis.com is your website and gaslighting, gaslighting the book. Yeah, it's going to be less popular now that he's out, you know. Hush! Don't say that. Yeah. Rude. People aren't going to buy it as much now because there's not a gaslighter for president. No, don't give the information, everybody. 
Because most of it's relationships, everyone. There's one chapter on gaslighting the political arena. You just, you just dissed my book. That's not nice. I, I, hey, I like the book. I gave it a five-star rating. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, your target, your big market, which was the the anti-Trumpers, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna. Be, that that's not actually my market. My market is is people that are have been in relationships with uh, a gaslighter or people that I have worked with one or have worked for one. And I think we can all name somebody we know that was an intense manipulator. So that's who the book's for. So okay. Okay. nothing to do with party affiliation. But well, if anything, so, maybe you want to read it just so you could know more about. The sales have actually gone up. So. Um, it's just kind of interesting yeah but i think i think because of the current administration i think people are becoming more aware of uh emotional abuse and identifying in the relationships or people that they work with or have been in relationships or worked with in the past so mm -hmm. so the more information i get out there the better so Perfect. everybody stay safe from yeah. everything yeah so and i just wave to everybody which makes no sense because this is not video no but i just wave to everyone so and I'm over at ThreeAngryNerds.com where you can listen to uh, new episodes of Three Angry Nerds or uh, Three Angry Gamers or Tremble, the horror movie podcast. There's tons of stuff to listen to. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. And uh, okay. I'm on Twitter, Film Critic Kurt. Follow me there. I've been tweeting out a lot of anti-Trump stuff today. You know. You are. Yeah, I've just been having fun. Why don't I see you on Twitter? I don't think you, I follow you, but you don't show up in my timeline. That's weird. Let me see, because I totally follow you. You probably got, like, more popular people tweeting in front of me or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I follow you. Okay. What? You have tweeted a lot. You know, every once in a while I see yours, but have they changed the algorithm or something? I don't know. Because I used to see you quite a bit, but it's I used to see you quite a bit, and it and it was less tweets, and now that you have more tweets, I see less of you. So yeah, hmm. so so go follow me on Twitter because it's a grand old time on there, and sometimes you guys just have some fun, you know. Well, tell everybody what your Twitter handle is. Film critic Kurt, and I'm Stephanie Sarkis, and then Sarkis PhD on Instagram, and we follow each other. You know, just in case, you know, you were like, do they actually follow each other? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We do. I, I have I have proof right here. There we go. Yep. All right. Until okay. next time, everyone. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.